0: You're listening to Rethinking UX podcast, and I'm your host Priya Saraswat. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Guru is a Sanskrit term that implies someone who is a teacher, guide, or master of certain knowledge. In Vedic term, the guru has been given the highest honor as he or she plays an instrumental role in shaping one's future. Fast forward to the modern professional times. We know these gurus as our mentors. A mentor gives us professional training ground where people can learn the skills to be successful in their field and gain an understanding of how their discipline works. However, in this well-connected world with so many options to learn from an exceptional and experienced industry professional, It really becomes challenging to decide on a mentor, isn't it? But even before looking out for a mentor, it's really important to understand what mentoring is and what it is not. In this episode, I'm joined by Ashish Anand, who is a design leader at Rockwell Automation. Ashish, in his professional career of more than 15 years, has mentored various designers in his organization and also in a volunteering capacity with different mentoring groups.
1: Uh, mentorship is more about um, helping someone understand the tricks of the trade, help them achieve a goal that they already have set, or you know, shape or give shape to their direction or thought process.
0: So, let's dive into the topic of mentoring with Ashish in this episode and discuss things that matter from both mentor and mentee perspective. Thank you, Ashish, for joining us for this episode of Rethinking UX podcast, which is all about mentoring. We all know that mentoring is important, not only because of the knowledge and skills people can learn from their mentors, but also because it provides a way for us to socialize professionally. And on top of it, we all know that quality mentoring enhances people's chances of success in their careers. But what do you think a quality mentoring entails and why it's important for one's personal and professional development?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me um, on this podcast today. I really appreciate that. And I think um, this is a great forum to discuss um, this, you know, um, very important um, topic. So um, in my mind, the way I see um, mentoring or mentorship is is a way to give back. You know, it's a way to help people avoid the pitfalls that I went through Um, and I think mentoring is also about helping someone learn the tricks of the trade as in things that you you know for us as designers yes you you study design sometimes people go through um, four years degree sometimes they do two years degree or something and and during the school, they're studying really about design, but they really don't go into other things. Like, and that's what I mean—the the tricks of the trade. And I think that's that's where also uh, mentorship comes into place. And I think the other thing associated to mentoring is not just helping others um, learn tricks of the trade, but it is also at times helping others understand the domain that may, that, that they're getting into, right? So as a designer who comes to my company, uh, definitely mentorship also includes um, helping them understand what this domain is. I mean, we are in a very complex domain, right? So we want to have someone assigned to them so that they understand what this domain is. And, and at times mentorship is also helping, um, others who may have less experience right so i talked about uh, avoiding the pitfalls helping learn helping them learn tricks of the trade um, helping learn the domain and 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 i think the last but not least is basically get to learn um when you have less experience on on something and i think last thing for me at least with mentoring is to you know, it's an avenue for someone like me to validate my learning as in this is how I see like, okay, this is what I've learned. And so I'll pass it to others and let's see how good am I into these concepts so that, uh, you know, I pass the right things to them. And, and, and with that, it's also, um, you know, I also learn something new and improve as I go about. So to me, mentorship is it's basically it's a it's a symbiotic relationship between um, two people or more than that. But that's how it is. You're helping others to, you know, make sure that they don't go into the same trap that you went into. Avoid things, help them understand things. And then last but not least, also learn from them. So that's that's what I feel. And I think as a whole, if you see this, this is where it's really important for not just people who are getting into something, like have very less experience and they're trying to learn something, but even for people who already have experience and they're trying to take it to the next level.
0: Very true. And this is something that I can definitely relate to because over the years, I've been lucky to get some amazing mentors with whom I really feel comfortable sharing any ideas without fear of embarrassment. I actually got my first career mentor when I was looking to transition into this field of user experience design. And I really think that having him as a mentor gave me a kickstart in my career. It really helped me to uncover my strengths in the area of design and where should I focus in order to be a better designer. And then later in my career, I got some really good mentors in the form of my managers and professors. And Every time I have an interaction with any of my mentor, it's like I am discovering something new. Do you have a similar experience with your mentors that you would like to share with us and how it helped you in your professional and personal growth?
1: Yes, yes. So that's, that's a great question. And again, as I said, um, to me, this is always a continuous process. I um I have, I've just like you, I've been lucky enough to, you know, have people who I could look up to and not just right now, but I've been in touch with some of my mentors have been with me from right from the beginning of my career, which is around, um, you know, 16, 17 years back, and I'm still in touch with them. Um, I, there's one particular mentor, at least, who's still there with me. As I said, um, I still credit that person who uh, really pushed me to the point saying, hey, uh, you know what, you, you're you good at this. You should, you should think about getting more education in this field. And I still appreciate the fact that this person guided me on um, how to go about design education. What should you be looking for? What kind of courses should you be getting into? And because of this person, I actually, um in some ways (laughs) um got in this field and then after that i was like okay this is the right time now and as my mentor is telling me hey you now have experience you should now look look up to some education that's where i got into a master's degree came out of it and now um after that continued working and as a matter of fact this mentor that i'm talking about i had a chat with him um I think a couple of months back, where I was trying to understand, like, okay, this is where I am in my career right now, um, and I want to move, uh, make a move now. Like, what's my next move? What do I do? What do you suggest? And things like that. So, definitely, to me, um, I really appreciate, and 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 as I've said, I'm I'm lucky to have this person who's who's helped me understanding things as in the fact is that not many times you as a person will know what you want to do right or where you may be wrong and i think that's where the mentors come in and help you they they come in with a you know as we say a third eye as in okay i've been looking into this for some time and now this person comes in and tells me like you know what um this is what you think, but in reality, on, in another perspective, this is what it is. So coming back to the point, again, as I said, I've, I've been um, really lucky where I, I've had these mentors and not just one, I actually have a couple of them uh, in my professional life and even in my personal life.
0: That sounds really amazing. And I've actually heard that so many times that having a mentor is a true bliss. And also I've experienced it firsthand. But what's important in here is to understand that every mentor has a unique style. So in your case, the example that you shared with us on your mentor, whom you reached out to understand what your next career move going to be, there are times when we reach out to our mentors just to get some personal support. So it's totally depend on what kind of relationship are you sharing with your mentor. And as I said in the beginning, every mentor has their unique style. So it shouldn't affect basically the relationship between mentor and mentee as long as they are in the right mindset so what do you think that right mindset is or what are some of the activities that can make this mentorship effective and productive and most importantly fun for both of them so that they are sharing this long-term relationship
1: yes that's that's again i think that's a that's a great question here so um when when we say about, let's let's talk about mindset first. So um, what I've learned so far from my mentors and when I mentor people, um, the mindset that both uh, a, a mentor and a mentee need to have is what the thing that is common to both is definitely something which is known as a learner's mindset. And the reason why I say both of these people, both of the parties need to have that because something with learner's mindset is that you you go in with a thought process that you are here to learn. Definitely a mentee is here to learn, right? That's the thought process. That's the whole thing about mentorship, right? But even for a mentor, they also need to come in with this, at least with this thought process of like, they're also here to learn something new or, you know, make their mentorship better as they mentor more people. Um, Again, we will, and we will go into misconceptions, but I think to me, this whole thought process of learner mindset is really important. Now, going to the mentees mindset, um, what I've realized, and at least that's how I've been, and that's how I encourage or I um, tell my mentees to be, is like, you have to be proactive. You have to have this mind of, you know, mindset of being proactive, being curious about things. Um, as in, you know, you, you have to be proactive in asking questions. You have to be proactive in, in doing your homework. You have to be curious about, yes, I want to learn about something. I want to know about something, which takes me to the next mindset of a mentee is to be a SpongeBob, you know? There's this uh, cartoon character of SpongeBob. Um, Yeah, don't be like SpongeBob in in a cartoonish way, but the point here I'm trying to make is that go in with a thought process where you're here to absorb things and absorb and retain things. So that's the, at least in my mind, the basic stuff that a mentee needs to have or the mindset. Coming to the mentor, um, definitely, definitely, you need to have patience. That is very, very important. Um, one of the main things I have uh, learned or realized as I mentor people was that to become a good or a great mentor, you need to have a very high emotional intelligence. And Why you need a very high emotional intelligence is because you talked about it. How do you how do you make it fun? How do you know that the mentee that you have is under pressure right now? Okay. how do you know that the mentee is really getting into the things or going in the direction in the right way? And I think that's where this whole emotional intelligence um, comes into picture. Yes, we want to help the mentee, we want them to learn things, but you definitely need this emotional intelligence. And once you have that, that's how you make it fun. That's how you make sure that the mentee is enjoying what they're doing. Because, you know, this mentor that I had (laughs) um, back in Denver, I, I still appreciate him. He used to say this, if it's not fun doing it, it's not worth doing it. And I think you also talked about it where, how do you make it fun? So that's that's the most important piece here. And I think the last thing, at least from the design side or the creative side for me as a mentor is to, you know, have a thought process on when to set boundaries and when to give creative freedom. Because as you mentor people, you have to have something which is like, yes, um, you know, this is a small problem. Let's set some boundaries here. Or maybe, hey, this is a totally different problem that we want to look into. Well, let's have some creative freedom. So this is another important piece that, or a mindset that a mentor needs to have as in where you can gauge when to set the boundaries and when to get creative freedom. Um, last but not least, When you talk about activities, um, what I've done, at least, is um, you create a very rough plan, get feedback from um, other stakeholders. Once you have this plan, the next thing that I've done is once the uh, mentee comes in, you share that plan with the mentee and tweak it based on the feedback. and I think to me, this is the most important piece where you have a very open and, and you know, conversation with your mentee saying, hey, these are the activities that we have or thought process or the plan that we have, which is still rough, which is fine. And absolutely nothing is set in stone. So you tweak that. And then once you have the plan, then you start working towards those activities. And then last but not least, the, the other important thing about this whole plan or the activities is a continuous feedback learning loop. As in, yes, you the way I've done at least is when when I did it last time, what I used to do is with this uh, mentee of mine, um, we we have a problem, we discuss a problem, and then again, as I said, uh, we discuss about like how much time do we want to spend in this problem. And then uh, I let let that person go run with the problem and then we meet every um you know at least once or twice a week or more than that and then discuss how it's going on what are the problems we are facing here and what's the solution and things like that so that feedback learning loop is very important so that is one way to go about mentorship second one is where you you may not know as in who you are supposed to um Um, like you are not assigned someone in that case, you're talking to someone and you randomly get a request and then you go from there. Again, I think in both the ways, uh, the, the most important thing, at least in my mind is really to create a plan plan and, and discuss it with your mentee or even create a plan with a mentee. If you can do that, then I think that's great. Um, tweak it and then start working towards the plan. And then last but not least, always, always have this feedback learning loop to make sure that the efforts that both the parties are putting in, they're being utilized in the best way.
0: Again, you called out so many great points in here from having that learner mindset, which is definitely the key in this whole process. Both mentor and mentee should come prepared or should come with some sort of like that they uh, perception that they ha- they are coming here to learn from each other, and that's kind of um, where the sweet spot lies, uh, where they, there could be fun, there could be effective um, and productive mentoring happening, and the other part was where you talked about having those plans ready up front uh, is definitely something that will set the right expectations. Uh, so I think I think you kind of eluded it really well. And one thing that I love to quote on mentoring is it's a two-way street. And this is something that both of them have to understand. Moving on, uh, another important question when it comes to mentoring is misconceptions. So, what do you think are some of the common misconceptions that exist around mentoring that both mentor as well as mentee should be aware of?
1: Sure. Um and again, based on my based on my personal experience and what I've learned from people who mentored me. Um, Mentorship is not about going back to college or school. As in, what I've seen at times is that, you know, people expect that when when someone when someone is mentoring them, they're now going to help you (laughs) learn Uh, what you're supposed to learn in a two years master's degree or four years bachelor's degree. Mentorship is not about that. So at times what I've seen again is that where people come in and think that, um, you know, um, like for instance, this did not happen with me, but with another person who I know where um, someone came to them saying, Hey, uh, you know, I, I want to get into, um, this field. And it was not related to design, actually. This person was doing something else, but they wanted to get into development. And what it became was slowly, slowly that the the mentee was asking for, you know, as I said, getting into the four years degree plan. No, that is not the case. You definitely, as I said, mentorship is not about, uh, you know, someone will teach you write the basics or things that you're supposed to learn in college. If they do, maybe you're pretty uh, lucky, but that is not the thought. And that should not be the thought here. I think the next point here is, um, which is kind of um, similar, but again, as as I think you've also said, it's a two-way street is um, a mentor is like a teacher who's there to guide you. Okay. Um, that's that's what it is all about they're there to help you they're there to give you as I said direction um, and what happens in some cases is that in some cases as I highlighted the example above was that you know at times a teacher is very much involved with you and at times a teacher is like hey I gave you this thing now go figure it out come back to me with the results here are the activities and that's it um, There is no connection between a mentor and a mentee so that again makes it very dull. And I think this is a misconception that mentors have at times where it's like, okay, it's just about giving activities to people and that's it. No, it is actually way more than that. It is way more than that. Um, And similarly from the mentee side, you, you have to have interest in what you're doing the mindset a mentee should have as I said you need to be proactive you need to be curious you cannot just you know rely on or like become someone who needs a lot of hand-holding so that's another thought process that we need to have that is another misconception that people have is that if you are a mentee then you know you're really you're you're just getting in and then you're asking everything from a mentor to do no that's not the case and i think last but not least um this whole process is a time consuming process okay um what i mean to say here is as i said earlier was that if you don't plan properly if you don't have you know a symbiotic relationship things will not go right. So misconception here is that people think that if you are assigned to a mentor, or if you have a mentee to uh, mentor, right, you, it cannot just be like a, you know, just like anything like, yeah, we are just getting into this, we are doing this, hey, let's talk tomorrow. And then tomorrow, no one shows up. And then after a few days, um, the mentee messages the mentor saying, hey, are we meeting today? And then the mentor doesn't replies back or the mentor is trying to create a plan, but the mentee does not follow that. So the point I'm trying to make is that if this whole process is a time consuming process and you have to make sure that both the parties are involved in it as much as they can and intimately involved in it or else this will not be a successful scenario. Um, and, I, and I know I said last but, uh, last thing, but I think one more thing, at least in my mind that comes in is that, uh, you know, at times people also have this misconception that, hey, I have 20 years or 30 years of experience. I don't need a mentor. Well, that's not true. Again, the point being that even for people who have a lot of experience, um, It's absolutely okay to have someone to help them because again, the problems, you will always face problems or you will always have things to discuss and improve on regardless of whatever level you may be at.
0: And this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much, Ashish, for sharing your experiences and your take on this mentoring process. There are definitely a lot of things that people have to understand in order to make this whole process more productive and efficient. This podcast is an initiative of Rethinking UX community, and we are in a mentoring season as well. Our mentoring program is called Gurukul. If you're interested in learning more about it, please check out our website, RethinkingUX.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening in, and I'll catch you in our next episode. Till then, take care.